Hello, everybody. This is Justin, and you're listening to my daily podcast, Jeropy Daily. If you've ever watched an episode of Shark Tank or a few episodes of Shark Tank, there's a good chance you've heard Mark Cuban say that perfection is the enemy of profitability. I'm going to talk about that in today's episode. Okay, so profitability is the... No way, that's not how that goes. Perfection is the enemy of profitability. Uh, That's what I'm going to be talking about today, and I might even take it a step farther and say that perfection is the enemy of productivity. So this is something I've heard a lot of, and I want to elaborate on a little bit because it is so beyond true in almost every situation. And I've heard arguments for it. I've heard arguments against it. But ultimately... I'm going to tell you what I think. So, perfection is the enemy of profitability is something you'll always, always, always hear Mark Cuban saying on Shark Tank when he gets an entrepreneur, you know, into the tank that is just, that is like pre-revenue and hasn't launched their product yet because they're still tweaking it. They're still trying to essentially make it perfect. And in a way, there's not much more to say about it. Like, it's pretty obvious that in a situation like that, described the way that I just described it, the reason that they're not profitable is because their product isn't perfect and they're not willing to go to market with it. So the underlying lesson here is you cannot wait around your whole life for something to be perfect before you actually do something, okay, before you do anything. I'm going to take my own podcast, for example, the one that you are listening to right now, and my other podcast that I do with my friend, The Victorious Secret um, where we essentially just had to say, you know, we can't, we can't wait around forever. We can't wait until we have all the equipment. We can't wait until, you know, we magically become masters at podcasting without learning how to do it or without actually putting it into practice before we start a podcast. He, uh, for our first episode of, uh, the victorious secret, actually victorious, by the way, um, I had Gerard come over the one time and I, we like, it was just an idea at this point and I downloaded uh, the anchor app. That's what I record my podcasts on. And I downloaded the app and I called him over and I said, we're going to do this right now. And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, Oh, I I didn't realize we were doing this tonight. And I was like, if we never start, then we never start. So that's, that's what I'm going to talk about today is like, if you never start doing what you want to do, then you're just never going to do it. It's never going to be perfect. You know, you can't wait until you're perfect to do it. If you have a product, if you have a a revolutionary idea in your head and you want to bring that to fruition you cannot keep trying to make it perfect before you bring it to life you have to bring it to life you know it's kind of like a rinse and repeat type of cycle you have to bring whatever's in your head you have to bring it to life you have to see what's wrong with it and then you can tweak it and then you can you know re you know put it back into life and then you can fix more problems as it goes but the key is you have to go and you have to make you know, your, your idea of reality. That's basically the whole argument for this. So, and this, this goes for everything too. This doesn't just go for businesses and this doesn't just go for inventors that have products and they want to bring them to the market, but then they, they never end up bringing it to the market because their product is imperfect. This goes for almost anything that you do in your life, anything that you cannot bring yourself to realistically doing without it being perfect is you like it's just you holding yourself against yourself and you being counterproductive 
because you can't just do it. Okay, so going back to what I said, I'm going to use this podcast and my other podcasts as, a, as an example. I'm still in the early stages of both podcasts, and I listen to them, and I do not think they sound that great. These are not the most exciting podcasts in the world. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they just, they that's that's what it is. They sound a lot better than mine. I know they do. Um, and there's all sorts of things that I think are wrong with mine. And, you know, we're still, I'm still working on it every day to make it better and better. And the, the other fact of the matter is, is that as I go through and I keep doing this every day, I'm just naturally going to get better, better at it because practice is, um, one of the paths to perfection. So as I keep going and I keep going and I keep going, I'm going to keep getting better. And that's how you get good at things. Now, if I was sitting here and saying, you know, and I was, and I was not ready to launch my first episode because I didn't think it sounded good. I would have deleted it, did it again, deleted it, did it again, deleted it, did it again. And I I know I can follow that pattern for like days on end. I will never think that something I put out is perfect. And sometimes you just screw things up. Sometimes you just have to let it go. This goes into a, a judging thing too. I know a lot of, a lot of people now that are just like so deathly afraid of being judged that it stops them from doing almost anything it's absolutely ridiculous and and i oh, i can't even think of an example but like people uh, people hate the sound of their own voice people usually hate you know people have insecurities in general i'm not going to keep listing them off but that's basically what it comes back to people have insecurities and if they can't put something out that they like because of their insecurities about themselves, then then they're they're never going to do anything. They're never going to accomplish anything. This goes for people that, you know, won't apply for jobs because they don't think that they've built up their resume enough or they won't, you know. Um, <laughs> I always tie it back to just bringing something to life. Every I've heard, oh gosh, who have I heard it from? I think I've heard it from Andy Frisella say that he he truly believes and I I don't know if I truly believe it but I can stand behind what he says he truly truly believes that every single person on the planet has a million dollar idea and what separates the the millionaires from everybody else on the planet is that the millionaires are the ones that didn't wait for their real life idea to be perfect they just took the idea they had as they had it and they brought it to life and then they became millionaires. Okay. So that's, that's the moral of the story is that if you don't, you know, if you don't do it, then the answer is no, that's, that's just how that works. And I'm trying to think of some better examples to uh, bring it to you. But uh, I mean, it's just, it's such like a fundamental concept to grasp is that if you can't bring yourself to doing something, then you're not going to get the results that you would get from doing it. That goes for perfect products. Um, just too scared to launch anything like, like I said, with the podcast, or if you want to launch a, or just like put up YouTube videos or pretty quick, like you can't sit at your computer all day, like watch, you know, make a 15 minute long video and then go back and try to listen to it or watch it. And then say, like, ah, oh, you know, that was, that was decent, but I didn't like this part that was right there. Like, I didn't, I didn't like this part between minutes five and six, so I should 
I should probably try to do it again. First of all, that's what video editing is for, is to prevent you from doing stuff like that. And if you don't know how to be a video editor and you really want to make videos, um, going back to what I said in my last episode, learn how to outsource because that's going to be your best friend someday. If you're into business or wanting to start a business or anything like that, learn to outsource. It's very important. Just pay someone a couple bucks to edit your videos for you and then start putting out your content. And it should pay off as long as you're putting out decent content. But um, yeah, going back to that, if you can't, you're never going to make the perfect video. You're never going to write the perfect paper. You're never going to make the perfect speech. It's just not going to happen. So instead of saying, oh, well, I'm never going to have the perfect thing, so I'll just never have a thing. Just accept the fact that you're never going to have a perfect thing. And just put what you've got out there anyway. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm just, I'm talking. That's that's all I'm doing right here, is I'm talking. All I do, I'll break down what I do for you here for my first uh, five episodes, at least, seeing that this is episode five. What I do is that I open up a Google my Google Drive for my business. And I created a new folder. It's called Podcast. And in that folder, I have two documents. I have one for the Victorious Secret, and I have one for this podcast. And what I do is that on each document, I write down basically two things. I write down ideas for topics for the podcast and then after i like confirm with myself that it's a decent idea i write down what episode it's going to be and then i bullet a couple points that i'm going to talk about and then i pull it up while i'm recording and then i just look at it so i kind of keep myself on track but it's just a little bulleted list like it's nothing specific this is just me talking about things and i'm gonna i'm gonna say stupid things i'm going to you know my voice is gonna crack i'm gonna have bad moments and i can't sit around all day waiting for it to be perfect if i was doing that episode one still wouldn't be up it it just wouldn't be but now that i've kind of beaten around the whole perfection thing and i said you know i kind of got myself into the mentality of like you know who cares what people think i'm just gonna put it out there i'm recording my fifth episode right now which is going to go up right after i'm done recording it and now i have two podcasts you know, in the past week, I've put up two podcasts, and they're both already on basically everything except for uh, iTunes, which I don't know what the deal is with that. Honestly, maybe they just take longer to accept than everybody else. But as a matter of fact, just a fun fact, I don't know which one this is. Right, at, right as I was saying that, I got an email on my phone that this podcast you're listening to right now is available on Stitcher. So there you go. You know, I'm on I'm on Spotify, which I think is the coolest thing in the world at this point in time is to be able to look at my own podcast on Spotify and see myself on Spotify and listen to myself on Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on uh, Pocket Casts. I'm on Radio Public or whatever that one is called. I don't even know what it's actually called, but I'm on that because I just went, I bought a microphone. I bought a couple of microphones, actually, but I got a microphone, and I just started doing it. It's that simple. So, um, oh, also, going off of that story, or going off of that point, I wanted to tell you a story from yesterday. If you listened to episode four of this podcast called Strike Gold First yesterday, 
Um, if you're anything like me, I listened to it right after I was done recording and I was recording for half an hour and I decided to listen to my podcast and I was listening to it and I was like scratching my head and I was like, this one sounds so much different than the first three episodes did. What did I do? And then I was just, you know, like I said, I was scratching my head and I was looking at my computer and when I recorded the podcast, when I recorded episode four, you know, yesterday, the day right before I'm doing this one. I had just gotten a new webcam on my computer and I had it plugged into my computer and I was looking at this webcam and I was like, wait a minute, that webcam has a built-in microphone. So I went out and I went into my recording and I looked into what the uh, default microphone was and surely enough, I was sitting here, sitting right behind my my mic the whole time, like talking into it with my face like pressed up against it and it wasn't even the microphone that I was using for the episode. I was using the the webcam microphone the whole time. So if you listen, if you already listened to episode four, then you probably noticed it did not sound great at all. And that's because I did not have the sound coming through the right microphone. And then I noticed, I did notice that before I uploaded the episode, I, you know, figured that out. I got all my hints in order, and I figured that out, but, uh, I, like, I didn't go back and record the whole thing over again. I didn't give my whole lecture over again because of it. I just said, well, I screwed up, but the content is still there, the message is still there, so I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna upload it. So, and, you know, I I, I had the idea of using it as a as a story for today so that kind of helps but i uh that, that that's all i did i just said well i i screwed up i won't do it again i lived i learned and here we are today i'm hopefully using the right microphone right now hopefully i didn't do it again or else that'll make me seem like real dumb if you go back and listen to episode four after listening to this one to just to just to hear the sound difference and you're like wait a minute they both sound pretty bad, and I'm like, oh crap, I accidentally recorded through the uh, webcam again. I don't think I am, because I'm looking at the webcam right now, and it's not even plugged in, so that'd be impossible. It'd be really funny for me to, you know, check this after I get done recording for half an hour and just not hear anything at all. That'd be... Ooh. At that point, I don't think I'd upload it. I think that would be far enough from perfect that I'd have to try to do it again if I was just half hour of silence. But hey, maybe you would listen to that. I don't know. So yeah, that's my story from uh, yesterday. So I'm I'm only I'm watching my time here. I still have actually a decent amount of time to fill. Maybe I'll make this episode a little bit shorter. But I do have one more one more analogy I want to go over with you guys to really bring this point home: that perfection is the enemy of profitability, and that perfection is the enemy of productivity. So, I read a book not too long ago that touched on this point. I forget what uh, the book, it was like the name of the chapter. I forget what it actually said, but it was it was talking about the same concept of needing to just do whatever it is that you're out there going to do. And so let me take the example, I'm going to try to not. I'm going to try to not take the exact example, but I'm going to try to 
kind of push across the same point here. Okay, you ever, if you've ever listened to like anything in your life, you probably know that it's a very common, just like thing that, um, a good salesman, you know, it's just like the mark of good salesmanship, or the test of good salesmanship is being able to sell a pen, right? You know, you've heard the like the little stories that I'm not going to say are myths, but you know they don't really happen anymore. But you've heard the little stories where a guy or girl, or, you know, man or woman goes in to uh interview to be a salesman for a company and the interviewer would take his pen he'll hand it to him he'll say sell me this pen so let's let's put this into the context of a real company let's say you have two actual pen salesmen they're trying to sell pens Um, i'm holding a pen right now actually it's a pretty cool pen slash stylus slash flashlight slash laser pointer it's like my favorite pen on earth so let's say you have two people that are trying to sell these pens you have mr go out and do it i know it's a really weird name but his name is mr go out and do it and then on the other side you have mr perfect first okay so mr go out and do it shows up to work on the first day he shows up to work he doesn't know anything about this new crazy pen that his boss came out with, you know, this is still before like laser pointer stylus flashlight pens existed. And he thought it was the craziest idea in the world. And his boss showed it to him and he said, this is what we're going to try to sell to people. I want you to sell as many as you can. It costs X amount of dollars. So let's see what you got. And he says, okay. And now neither, neither one of our salesmen knows anything about this pen they don't know what it can do they don't well they know how much it costs that's about it so mr go out and do it writes up a sales pitch mr perfect first writes up a sales pitch okay they're so far they're still on the same level they're still doing the same thing mr go out and do it takes his pitch you know looks it over says all right i got a pretty good pitch here i'm gonna go pitch it to someone so Mr. Go Out and Do It goes, and that day he pitches this new pen to 50 people. Mr. Perfect First looks over his sales pitch. He says, okay, I've got a pretty decent sales pitch, but I don't think I said enough about the pen, or I don't think that people will really like this part, so let me tweak that. So he goes, and while Mr. Go Out and Do It is out pitching to his 10th customer, Mr. Perfect First is in here still tweaking, his his uh, sales pitch because he doesn't think it's good enough yet and he doesn't want to go out and waste his time trying to pitch to people with a bad sales pitch because he thinks, you know, what's the point of doing that? I am i don't have a good pitch. People aren't going to buy it. Be, you know, so many people are going to say no and I'm afraid of these people saying no. So he's over there still tweaking his pitch. Now, like I said, let's say it's the close of day one. Okay, at the end of the day, Mr. Go Out and Do It pitched to 50 customers. Mr. Mr. Uh, Perfect First went over and he said, you know, he he redrafted his sales pitch 13 times. And now he thinks he has the perfect pitch. But that's all he got done that day. Uh, Mr. Just Go Out and Do It, he pitched to 50 customers and he, he got one sale. And he's thinking, you know, somewhere in his head, he is thinking like, Wow, 49 people turned me down. My pitch isn't that good. Um, maybe, 
I should think about tweaking that. And at the end of the day, they go home, they come back the next day. They come back the next day, and Mr. Go Out and Do It comes in, and first thing in the morning, he says, I've got to do something a little bit better. Uh, clearly, my results showed me yesterday that not a lot of people are about this pitch that I have, so I'm going to try changing this part of the pitch today. So he changes that part of the pitch, you know, then his first hour of work. He adds just something else in there for a little bit of flair. He goes out, and today he learns how to get through it a little bit faster. He goes out and he pitches it to 75 customers today. Uh, Mr. Perfect first here over here has the perfect sales pitch down. Okay, he's got it. He thinks this is the sales pitch. Except for one thing, he thinks like, well, I still don't really know everything about the pen. So I'm going to sit here for just a little while longer because even though my pitch is great, I think this is the best pitch in the world. You know, inevitably, a customer is still going to ask me a question. So I better be prepared with an answer. I better go and do my research and learn everything about this pen. So he's on his computer up until lunch and maybe a little bit after lunch, just looking up how lasers work and how flashlights work and how pens work and how styli work. It's crazy. And just Mr. Just go out and do it or whatever I've been calling him has gotten, you know, he's got, let's just, let's just forget lunch. Let's just say it's the end of the day. Uh, Mr. Perfect first eventually did find out all the information he wants to know about the pen. Uh, but at the very end of the day, he pitched the pen to one customer because he's scared to pitch it to more because he's like, you know, he doesn't want to hit those customers until he's, Absolutely ready. So he gets that one customer. Uh, Mr. Group just go out and do it. Got to 75 customers. And we go home for the day. So let's look at the results. Mr. Just go out and do it yesterday. Pitched a 50. Got one customer. He's like, wow, I should really revise something in my pitch. So he goes in the next day. He revises his pitch. He goes out and he pitches to 75 customers. And since he improved his pitch and since he got to 75 customers... Today, he made nine sales, okay? So now he's got 10 sales. Let's just go, go out and do it. In two days, has 10 sales. Whereas Mr. Make Sure It's Perfect First has pitched to one person, and he has zero sales from that. But he thinks he's better off for the long run. He kind of thinks, you know, he thinks it's a slingshot. He thinks, I'm just pulling myself back now so I can launch myself forward. In the end. So they go on again the next day. Mr. Go out and do it. Makes another. Another real tiny revision to his sales pitch. Right at the beginning of the day. And then he says. I'm going to I'm gonna hammer out this pitch today. I'm going to go. And I'm going to pitch it to 100 people. So he goes out and he pitches it to 100 people. And then. Mr. Perfect says. I've got the perfect pitch. I did all my research. Um, clearly that wasn't quite enough. Because I got the one customer turned me down yesterday. But today I'm going to go and I'm going to pitch it to a couple more people. I'm going to try to see what's wrong. And he goes out and he gets, he says, finally, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to focus on, you know, just getting it out there today. So he gets his 50 customers. Uh, Mr. Just go out and do it over there. Gets 100 customers. And the day ends. So we're at the end of the day. And we're looking at the results. And Mr. Just go out and do it. Went and 
he pitched to 100 customers today and he got, let's say he got 15 sales. Okay, so now he pitched to 100 people and he got 15 sales. Like, that's not a ton. That's a 15% conversion rate, I guess you'll call it. And, but the fact of the matter is, in three days, he got 25 sales. Mr. Make sure it's perfect first over here just went and he pitched to 50 people. He, since he has a better sales pitch and a better knowledge of the product, he got a higher rate. So let's say he got also 15 sales because he pitched to 50 people. That's twice as good of a conversion rate. But now he's got 15 sales in three days. And let's also say that he found out that a certain part of his pitch, most of his customers just don't like, okay? They were like, this part of your pitch really isn't good. Or he found some piece of knowledge or something. He found something that went wrong after he went out and actually tried it on people. Um, and the same thing for Mr. Just About and Do It. He's like, well, you know, the market isn't responding well to this. So I have to change it. But now he's, okay, Mr. Just Go Out and Do It, score 25 sales. Mr. Make Sure It's Perfect First, score 15 sales. So let's go into day four. Mr. Just Go Out and Do It tweaks the part of his pitch like he does every day. You know, there's a pattern with this guy. I don't have to keep telling you every day. He made his pitch. He went out. He sold. He saw how they were reacting. He tweaked his pitch. He's tweaking his pitch every day and his knowledge every day based on what he's experiencing when he's trying to sell, based on the questions he's being asked, based on how his audience is reacting, so on and so forth. Mr. Go make sure it's perfect first, comes back into his office and he says, gosh, a lot of people were not responding well to this part of my pitch. I I should probably just rewrite the whole pitch because the, if, if I if I just change this part, the flow will be off and you know I better I better make sure I, I really know everything about the pen. And this, that, and the other thing. So he spends day number four back in his office trying to recreate the perfect sales pitch, which then doesn't turn out exactly right the first time. So he goes and he is rewriting it and revising it and revising it. And by the end of the day, he has a new sales pitch that he thinks was working. And on day, what day am I even on? I lost track. Four, I think, or five, something like that. Uh, Mr. Just Go Out and Do It. Is using, you know, he's just still revising every day. He's still revising that pitch that he got from in the first place. And he goes out and he goes absolutely nuts on day number four. He gets he gets his pitch in front of two hundred people, and all of a sudden, his conversion just like blew up a hundred of those people by the pen. Okay, he just sold to a hundred people because he fixed the part of his pitch that he really noticed that people. Um, that was that he that he really noticed might have been turning people away. He fixed just that part. He didn't spend any more time learning about the product. He just went out and he pitched it. He responds to questions based on what's he know what he knows. And that, like that's the other thing. You're never gonna know the answer to every question. Um, I know this from my own like breaking from the story for a second from my own life experience. Like I've worked retail. Uh, customers are gonna ask you questions you just don't know the answer to. And naturally, if you're a reasonable, sane human being, what you're going to do is that you're going to tell them you don't know, you know, in the heat of the moment, you're just going to say, oh, I don't know. And then 
if you're lucky enough to work at a good company, you're going to have someone else you can call over and you can ask them. But ultimately, what you're going to do is that you're going to learn the answer to the question in case it happens again. So breaking back into the story, that's what Mr. Just Go Out and Do It does. He takes the questions that he's actually being asked all the time and he learns the answers to those questions because there's no reason he needs to know the answers to any other questions. So that's how he does that. And then on the other hand here, we've got Mr. Perfect trying to know the answer to every every question, every single one of these questions. And he's also making the perfect pitch, so he just essentially wasted another day in the office coming up with a really, really good sales pitch, but not actually pitching it to anybody. So now let's look at the score. We've got Mr. Just Go Out and Do It. He's got, I believe, 125 total sales. And if you go and Mr. Make Sure It's Perfect first, at the end of day number four, has, what what did I even say, 15 sales? So, you know, that's a huge difference. And meanwhile, don't forget, in the back of all this, Mr. Just Go Out and Do It has gotten this product in front of a lot more eyes. And just a quick tip about how things work a little bit, just of my basic knowledge of marketing, is that people don't buy the first time they see a product. When is the last time you bought a product? Like, think of a product you have bought. Did you buy it the first time you saw it or the first time you saw an ad for it? You probably saw it tens of times, if not, you know, a hundred times before you actually said, wow. Or before the day you sat down, you're like, wow, I really need this. I should look at it. Even me, in the case of this exact pen, I saw it at Walmart and I thought that was cool. And then one of my friends got it. And then like a month later, I was like, all right, yeah, you know what? I know they have it there, so I'm going to go and buy one. So Mr. Just Go Out and Do It has also gotten this pen or whatever his product is in front of a lot of eyes that could be customers down the road. Mr. Just Go Out and Do It has his highly converting sales pitch, but he's gotten the message out to 50 people, whereas Mr. Just Go and Do It has gotten it out to, I don't know, close to 500 people. I, I, I didn't keep track of my own math there. But yeah, that's basically the end of that story. Be Mr. Just Go and Do It Right and not Mr. Get It Perfect first because you're being very anti-productive if you're going to be uh, Mr. Get It Perfect first. You're just not going to get anywhere ever. You're going to spend way too much of your time trying to perfect what you're doing that you're you're not going to be around anymore by the time you're ready to, to go out and actually get things done. So that's the end of um, my point today. If you've ever wanted to do anything, literally anything, and you thought, well, I'm just not good enough at it or... I just can't do it well enough. Like you're not, first of all, you're not going to solve the problem by not doing it. If I want to get really good at podcasting, I have to keep making these episodes every day. That's how it works. If I want to get really good at baseball, I have to go play baseball every day. That's how it works. I can't just go out and say, you know, with any sport like that, I can't just go out and say, well, I want to, I want to play baseball, but I'm not very good at it. So, I'm just not even going to start doing it. Like that just that just doesn't make sense. If you want to do something, start putting it into practice. You're gonna be bad at it. Like I said, if you ever need a friendly reminder of that, listen to these episodes of my podcast because I assure you they're not quite as good as if you're listening uh, a couple 
years from the time that I'm recording this, I'm sure that these first five episodes aren't as good as what episodes, you know, 300, 400, 500 are or what they will be, depending on when you're listening. But uh, yeah, if you want to do something, don't try to be perfect at it. Don't even try to be good at it. Just do it. And through doing it, you will get better at it. But through not doing it, you'll you won't improve and you won't be getting anything done. You'll just be wasting your time trying to improve in some indirect way that's way more than likely not going to work. So I'm going to wrap it up right there. Uh, Perfection is the enemy of profitability. Perfection is the enemy of productivity. I will be back with some new topic tomorrow that I haven't even come up with. Because like I said, I'm just doing this. Like, just do it. I'm going to come up with a topic probably right after I hang up the mic here. And then I'm going to come at you with it tomorrow. So stay tuned.